y'all. It's Kelly Gibson, and welcome back to Dame It All to Hell. And I just want to say thanks to everyone who's been listening and letting us know how much they like the podcast. It means a lot to us. So this is the eighth episode, and we're super stoked about that. And I'm Tracy Dietz, and I just got back from a girls' weekend in San Antonio, Texas. And let me tell you, there's really nothing better than hanging out with your girlfriends for three days, drinking and eating and shopping. Love it. Love it. it I mean, a girls' weekend is the kind of thing that sort of feeds the soul. I did amazing. it recently in Nashville and we're going to Tracy and I will be back there in a couple months for an industry event yeah Um, but yeah girls weekends are the best so the weekend was great this week has been sort of a weird week in the whole talking about sex out loud thing we're going to dedicate a lot of this episode to talking about and sorry but that'll come soon. Before that, thanks always to Campaigns and Elections Magazine for being our ever-supportive sponsors. We're super excited about the Read Awards. Um, both my shop, Donner Bureau, and Kelly's shop, HG Creative, are finalists for the Read Awards coming up. So I hope that many of you are able to join. So many trophies. But beyond that, Tracy and I will have our first ever live podcast, which we are both more equal parts excited and terrified. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> Kelly is going to be awesome, and I'm going to be awesome. Yes, right. Totally. And um, I hope everyone's okay with having a glass of wine at one o'clock in the afternoon because that's when we'll be up and that's when we'll be drinking. We are probably going to sponsor cases of wine. (laughs) So uh, we might provide that. I don't know. Yeah. It's super soon. February, starting February 26th. So if you haven't booked, get after it. And then following that is Campaign Tech East. I hope it's on your calendar for April 25th and 26th in Washington, D.C. Visit campaignsandelections.com for all the details. Awesome. So so quickly before we get into Unzies Ansari and all the shit that comes with that story. And let me, I'm just going to warn you all, Tracy and I got a lot of shit around it. I just, since we all talked to you guys last, Stormy Daniels came into our life. Stormy Daniels, the adult film star, a.k.a. porn star, seemed to have had a graphic relationship with our own commander-in-chief, President Trump, one year after he was married to Melania. So he's straight married. He is having a sexual affair with a porn star. And that's fine. It all ends. Ten years later, that's 2006. In 2016, when he realized he's running for president, it might work out that maybe having an affair with a porn star is not going to help with voters. So they paid her off only 130 grand. And like she's, I mean, she's under legal obligation to not say anything bad about the president, but other people have come out and exposed it. But like, what do you think his base is going to say? Like the evangelicals. So yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to say that his base is going to say he didn't do anything illegal. Right. But don't evangelicals think it's like, like they don't like porn. I mean, they don't outwardly so, like so porn. So evangelicals voted for a pedophile. I mean, so you're yeah. really going to go... I, like, nobody's going to care that he fucked a porn star. Like, of all the things that Donald Trump has done and said over the last 18 months, this is, like, one of the least offensive. Right, so here's my fucking thing. It was thing. legal. So, it was consensual. Like, he paid her to be quiet. It's not uncommon for people to pay people to be quiet for things that get settled in court. What if it came out that President Barack Obama had fucked a porn star and paid her off? So I think it's not ideal, but I mean, there was a lot of stuff about President Clinton. So, so let's go back to Clinton. It's true. It's so true. Clinton had a lot of issues. I mean, it, there was no question that Clinton <laughs> was shoving cigars in a woman's vagina in the White House. Oy. So not not great. 
And I don't know, maybe that that wasn't actually the illegal thing. It was more the fact that he lied under oath that was illegal, that was the problem. Right. So the President Clinton had inappropriate relationships with a subordinate, including vaginas and cigars, but it led to impeachment trials. President Trump fucked a porn star and paid her off, and you're saying not even the most religious amongst his base is going to give a flying fuck. So he fucked a porn star when he wasn't president 10 years ago. Right. Year after. So I think sure. it's just very it's very different. And, and listen. Do you think that our country's bar has changed under President Trump? Yes. And in, like, a bad way? Because I sort of think it's a bad way. I mean, maybe we want to be more sexually empowered. So I think our – so to be clear, I think our bar changed, quite frankly, under Clinton. But then it, like, reversed course. It did. I mean, I think it's gone back and forth, and and I think – So here's the thing. It's it's interesting. This is, is, to me, like, of all the things President Trump has done. Fucking a porn star while married and paying her off to be the president of the United States, like, falls, like, short of all the other bad shit. Ten years ago when he wasn't president and he was just some dude, like, that wasn't running for office. Like, that's the least offensive. Some married ass dude. Some married dude who fucked a porn star. How many congressmen have fucked random people while they were married? I mean, a lot, for sure. But where where do the rules change? It feels like at the top of our... The person who is in charge of the future of our country should play by different rules. We've talked about this before. Yes, you'd think so. But it they does not seem don't. to be this, the case. No. no. So I think this ends up being a pretty decent bridge into what will sort of populate the majority of this conversation, which is, um, which is about sexual exploration. It's about the ability to have sexual feelings and sexual experiences that you're not cool with. And how do you how do you offload? How do you download your feelings without <laughs> ending somebody's career? And we'll we'll get into all that. But so we're going to talk about Unzeason. Sorry, and Tracy Tracy like you should see her in this recording studio. Like her face is turning red. I'm There's so like smoke coming I'm out of her so nose. I'm so fucking mad. It's like, I'm so it's mad. A real thing. I don't even. But for those for the handful of listeners that maybe are not as informed about what has happened. Zeeson, sorry, he's a comedian. He's a he's a Emmy winner. He's a Golden Globe winner. He's a sort of he's a genius at the work he's done, and he has this show on Netflix. It's really successful. Also, an awkward nerd. He's an awkward nerd. He has been, you know, quote unquote, outed. Whether or not you think that he was outed or not is what we're going to be talking about. But there is a website that not one single human being knew about before this week called Babe dot whatever net.com.org. I'm not really sure what it is. And there was a very long expose written by a woman who goes by the name of Grace, clearly not her name, that was describing what she verbalized as sexual assault. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Are you kidding me right now? She uses the I words can't. in the article. Oh. She uses the words in the article. Richard is like, don't talk so loud. I can't. I'm so fucking mad. I Tracy's just, having a real moment around it. I cannot believe. Yeah. Fuck her. So let me just fi- finish saying it sorry. up before you set it off. <laughs> okay, I'll set it up. You set it off. That's how this is going to go. So she... Is a, just a regular person who met Anzi Sansari at an awards thing, blah, blah, blah. They get together. She pursues him. She's 23. She pursues um, extracurricular time with him. He agrees. They, d- they go on a date and basically have what most women in their 
30, 30s and 40s would describe as a really terrible date. But she has really terrible feelings about it. And it's my guess that as a result of the cultural tipping point has decided that she has space to make some serious accusations, including sexual assault. Again, Sazin Sassari. But her entire telling of the situation is consensual. So, Tracy Deeds. So, without getting into very specifics of the things that occurred that night. Get into it. I mean, we, so consensual so, oral sex in so, both directions. No. So, here's the, so she starts out by, so they met at a party. They didn't really talk. They met at some other event, and they both had a camera, which they both had mutual interest in. And, and so he had talked about her photography, and, and it was so, an industry event. I mean, it was like a big deal event, right? And yeah. so she, and so she, so he got her number, and they're like, "Let's have a date." So, so he calls her up and says, "Let's have a date." And and the beginning of the date started at his apartment. So I want to go back to making decisions to go to some dude's apartment on their first date. And. If I can clarify, Tracy yeah. is saying she thinks that if a woman has reservations about sexual interactions, do not go to somebody's private I don't home. even say that. I'm just saying don't go to a dude's fucking apartment on a first date. Like, that would not have ever occurred to me when I was in my 20s and 30s to go to some dude's house for a first date. But she went to his apartment for the first date yep. to have a glass of wine. And at that point, it actually was totally fine. So they show up. He serves her a glass of white wine. She actually brings up she didn't want white wine. She wanted red wine. And that she didn't have a choice. Which no, she doesn't bring it up to him. No. She, she tells the reader. She tells the reader in the yeah. story. And right then and there, I'm like, dude, you're freaking losing me because really? Like that's your – yeah, I mean that's bullshit. Okay, let's it's like bullshit. force. So let's start there. Forward. Okay, so let's fast forward. So she, they, so they go, they have dinner. He rushes through dinner. They get back to their apartment. There, she makes a comment about his countertops. He puts her up on the countertops. They start making out, and then, and then she, so they start making out, and she has not, she has not verbally pushed back on a sexual interaction with him. She's not said no. She's not said there. There gets to be a point in the story, according to the babe. The babe article where she does say she she removes herself from the situation. She goes to the restroom. She but comes that was, back and says too much. But that was after she had already gotten completely naked. Yes, and they have they had gotten to third base with each other. Right. Yes. So and at that point he says, "Why don't we put our clothes back on and go sit on the couch?" So they go and they sit. They put their clothes back on and they sit on the couch. She is still there. She's still she staying. Left. Yeah. So she's uncomfortable with what's happening. And then he sort of motions for her to him blow him, which she does. So here's my pro. So here's where I fucking lose it. So we are going to scream to women all over the world that the future is female. Time is up. We can be presidents. We can be CEOs of companies. We can't be president yet. Prove it. But keep going. But we can. Like we had we had a woman running for president. You still can be president. Just because she wasn't doesn't mean that somebody can't be president. You can be a firefighter. You can be a teacher. You can be an astronaut. You can be as wom- a woman. You can be anything you want to be. You can conquer the world. But you can't tell a guy you don't want to suck his dick. I am not buying it. It's so not. No. So so it's my turn to push back. And, and admittedly, Tracy is deep into the unseasoned sorry camp. She's super anti-grace. I am confusingly straight down the middle of the road, which is, I think that women 
and I'm going to like take it back and I'm going to get macro and it's going to get weird for a second. But I think the way girls and boys are raised when they hit puberty is crazy, crazy different. Like I already have little boys and as a result of biology, there is non-sexual interest in penises by little boys. And so we're already starting. Like, it's not wrong, but, you, you know, if you want to, like, have a moment where you need to be one with your penis, go into your bathroom or into your bedroom. Like, you start setting up boundaries, but not saying it's bad. Little girls are raised to be good and to be responsible. And I, I'm not raising any right now, so I can't really speak to it. And Tracy can. But there is a conversation very early on about boys and their penises that does not exist with girls and their vaginas. And so I think that the way that's, when I was reading the details of the story, specifically the details about the way the sexual interaction played out, about the way that Anzi Sansari like put his fingers in her mouth and then down her pants and all this sort of stuff, made it feel like he somehow thought the way a woman was sexually aroused and pleased has nothing to do with the way a woman's actually sexually aroused and pleased. I don't disagree. So I get that. So she could have been a grown-up and been like, this is not working for me. Right. Right. This is like, I'm interested in you. I think you're funny and smart and cute. But like sitting on this counter and having this happen this way is not working for me. But she didn't. She didn't have the confidence to do that, clearly. She removed herself to the bathroom, got herself put together, came out. And when he said... I'm so sorry that you're feeling like this is too much. Let's go to the couch. And she didn't leave. It's because she took him for his fucking word. And then he put her head in her, his crack. So, no, she did his hand he on did. her. He didn't. No, he put some part of her no, body. Her, he didn't. His, he pointed at his junk. And then she willingly did it. Sure. That's very different than grabbing her head and shoving sure. it into his Yes, of course. Right. Regardless, but I, I don't disagree. She with took what him you're at saying. his word, and he went back on his word. So at that point, maybe she could have gotten up. But I think women are sexualized to think, or to expect something that's unrealistic. It's the princess theory. It's the, it's the not being based in animalistic bullshit. Men are raised on porn, and women are raised to be good girls. Where where is the sexual reckoning? So I don't. Where do boys have to so realize that sex is different for girls? Girls are only supposed to think about what sex is like for boys. I don't think that all women are, or I don't think that all men are raised on porn. Like obviously, you're not going to start showing your children porn when they're 15, 16. No, but they're so. they're four and six, and they each have a friggin' iPad. I mean, I'm raising my kids in 2016. I mean, we put parental – they can't see porn on that right now. But, like, they're going to be technologically more savvy than my husband and I in, like, T-minus seven years. So Five so years. I don't think the problem is because 17-year-olds are watching porn. I think, I think men th- think women like it one way and women think men think they know that women like it. You know what I mean? It's like nobody's talking – about sex. So I don't disagree on that because women are taught to keep their legs shut. Yes. We are taught to like, don't put out, don't do this, don't like, all men want is sex. This is how you should behave. Yeah, women like orgasms like men. It's just women aren't allowed to have them as early as men are. Like, well, that's make dumb. sure to clean your penis good in the shower. I mean, it's like silly. What? So, so I don't have boys. So I don't, I don't know anything about that. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, there is a difference between when, are, since when women are allowed to be sexual versus when boys are allowed to be sexual. Right. I, I don't, I don't disagree with that. But we need to start teaching women earlier how to say no. For sure. So I'm going to go back to my personal life versus my professional life. And, and I have been very fortunate in my personal life outside of one incident that occurred a very long time ago. 
that I have not experienced any of these things. And part of it is because of the decisions I made. Like, I didn't kiss on a first date, which our producer made fun of me for a long time ago. Like, not that long ago. Just a few minutes ago. <laughs> I just, I didn't kiss on the first date. I, I just waited. And I, I made things. Because here's the thing. Like, sex can be very awkward. Yes, and it and, is for a very it, long it, time. And it is awkward. And so, like, if you just delay those things, it, it makes it a little bit easier. Yeah, so but she's I did, 23. Great. So was I. Quote, unquote, Grace. So fuck it. I was 23, too. I was 27 when I met my husband, and I still made him wait. Like, I just made choices. No, no, no. So, I'm saying, like, but, sh- yeah, go ahead. But so in, a, in my professional life, I, w- I have been willing to tolerate far different behavior than I was willing to tolerate in my personal life because – I wanted something out of that relationship. So, like, if I'm sitting at a bar and I'm trying to close a business deal, I would let guys get away with shit that I otherwise wouldn't have let happen. Like, I'll let them put their arm around me or say inappropriate shit or do whatever because I needed something out of that relationship. In a personal relationship, if I didn't want to fuck them, I just told them, like, listen, I, there is zero chance I'm going to fuck you. So you should just... If 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 you don't want more than that, then you should move on. And sometimes they did, and sometimes they wanted more, and, and were interesting. So for her, no, but you had this. I don't know where the confidence came from, but you had that confidence to say that. I did not ever have that confidence. So, but for her, she wanted, she wanted him to like her, and this is something we've we we should have a freaking fun to help women navigate the whole dating thing. She wanted him to like her, which is why she continued to stay. Because if she didn't, she, when he stuck his fingers in her mouth and she's like, what the fuck are you doing? She would have just left. But she liked him. She wanted more. Like, she wanted potentially to date him. Like, she, she liked, otherwise you just fucking get up and leave. Right, because I go back to the thing that women are never given the space to have the co- sexual confidence in those situations, I certainly wasn't. So I think times are definitely changing. I mean, you've got Fifty Shades of Grey, and you've got all these. I mean, there are tons of right, but sex that's imaginary. Stories. It's imaginary. It's Hollywood. So what I'm saying is that like it can be <clears throat> read and and it can happen in your I own bedroom even, if you just read it and do it. Like, right, I don't, but it's even not in Hollywood, yeah, for you, for us grownups, but. Even in you don't think twenty three is a grown up. In twenty eighteen, I do. I do think it's a grown up. But I'm saying even in twenty eighteen, she's closer to eighteen than she is forty. Twenty three. Sure. Absolutely. Totally. Yeah. I think that in twenty eighteen, girls are still being. No, I don't think there are mothers or fathers sitting down their fifteen year old daughters today and saying, "I would like for you to embrace." Your sexuality. I would True. like you. You want to have an orgasm? It's going to work for you. That's how you're built. Explore that. See how that goes. Pick some boys. Pick some nice boys. Practice. Watch some shit. That does not happen with girls. No. But it happens with boys. Wait, what? I think that parents of boys are saying like that there is some conversation about like. Wet dreams, that happens early on. Masturbation for boys, that happens early on. That there is, But do you actually deal you with need... it or you just quietly like I be think like you, deal with you it. just quietly accept it? I think my brother was was coached to deal with it. I think there was some there was some conversation saying like That's you're going to really have urges. How do you you're think... going to have urges. What are you going to do with the urges? How do you think your brother was coached to deal with it? I think that it was about that this is 
puberty. This is hormones. This is the this is the introduction of testosterone. You're going to have wet dreams. You're going to have your body's going to work a certain way. And let's talk about what that interaction is with girls. So this is what, good. How does that go? So this is critical because I have. And my brother's a fucking amazing husband and father to girls. So I he doesn't. I don't think he listens to the podcast, but I should tell him to listen to this episode and be like, "What are you going to say about your girls and their vaginas?" So I would love to talk to your brother because I'm I'm curious because I have an eight year old and six year old, and at some point, like, I'm going to have to have this conversation when they're fourteen or fifteen. And my husband is like, they will not have sex until they're married. I'm like, never gonna happen. Not gonna happen. And I'm not necessarily of that. I don't particularly want my kids having sex at fourteen. Like that's what I'm saying. So your girls are going to get to college. And have a bad date. So I, in college, I waited a very long time to, to, you know, become that kind of sexual and lose my virginity. And then when it happens, you have a lot of bad dates. You don't know how to express your needs because nobody not has taught. given you the vocabulary. And nobody, nobody tells you because you want you want guys to like you. So you don't so want to be. So you go along with so it. So you don't know if you should be verbal or not yeah. verbal. And so, so, here, so here's where it breaks down on the whole nonverbal cues thing. And I have a very, it, I know you're probably going to be so mad at me on this, but undoubtedly, but but so I suspect during most of my younger years, I was pretty quiet. I know that's hard to believe, and I don't want to talk about my sexual history, bad romantics, my bad romantics. But I just was a little shy and just didn't. And it's of not. It's, but it's not because I I didn't like it or because I didn't want to do it. It's just because I was shy. So no, so because say, nobody said you were allowed right, to be sexual. Right. But to say like so to blame the guy for not reading my cue. Like if they read my nonverbal cues, they probably would have been like, she is so not into this. Like right. and I was. I just didn't know how to be any other way. We used to say anything but a no is a yes. What we need to say is anything but a yes is a no, and it's beyond that. If, don't, if I, there's no enthusiasm, no, she doesn't stop want it. it. No, but what? I don't even. So what if you didn't even know how to be enthusiastic? What if you liked it but you were just super quiet? That is bullshit. On seasons, I should no. have stepped back and be like, "This feels fucking weird." No, What's because going all of us. You? No, because most women are probably not enthusiastic. I don't until, give a fuck. Every man across the goddamn board should be. Every person across the board, every man, should be careful in those situations when she's propped up on his fancy-ass marble counter and she's being all weird. She said she pushed his hand away five times. But maybe she's not. Maybe she's... No, she pushed his hand away from her... Her crotch five times. No, no. She pushed her hand away from putting her hand on his junk. Fucking same-ass thing. Yeah. Like, that was like... pushed away from genitals... Five times is a pretty strong message. So she didn't have the confidence to say no, but Aziz Ansari, like men, every person, every young so adult. So she, uh, she, she had the sense to push his hand away, but didn't have the sense to say no. I'm just not buying it. I'm just, are you fucking kidding me right now that we can literally be the CEO of a company, but we can't push a guy's hand I've been away? Grace. I've been I grace. just, no, you, she's 23 or 40. I have. I have. I've been grace, too. But I'm sorry. Like, we want to be equal. We want all these things. We want to rule the world. But we can't, again, we can't tell a guy we don't want to touch his fucking penis. Okay, so here's the thing. I don't. Uh, no, here's the thing. Dying. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I don't think we should categorize it as sexual assault. This is where we'll come together. I was with Grace. I was with Grace all the way to the end of the article on Babe. We'll put it up on the Facebook page for you guys that need to see. You should read it. I mean, it will be a practice in your own personal tolerance because 
it's a roller coaster ride to read. But she was just describing a, a really uncomfortable moment. I felt for her so much. And at the end, she said, I really thought about it, and I'm ready to call it sexual assault. And I am, I'm not ready to call it sexual assault. I'm ready to be mad at Anzi Sansari. I'm ready to be say, like, you're grown up. Like, you had to know that that was not. Like, maybe he's only had awkward sexual encounters, but you have to imagine he's in, had enthusiastic sexual encounters. I don't know. Like, when I have sexual encounters with my husband, they're enthusiastic. Just saying. So, so, very so, lucky so, about that. So, but, sexual encounters with spouses are very different than sexual encounters with a first date. But do they have to be? Yes. Sexual encounters no. should be enthusiastic. So, there so, should never be any like quasi, so I don't really want to do this. This is where encounters. my republicanism is going to scream. Like, there shouldn't be a sexual encounter on a first date. Well, you know, just because you're like a, uh, but it's uh. not. It's not because it, it's not because I have some big religious reason like of why you shouldn't fuck a guy on the first date. It's more that this kind of shit happens on a first date. Like oh if you're God. not comfortable with somebody, then it's just gonna be weird. Sex is fucking awkward. You've like, never had sex on the first date. You've never had a one night stand. No. You've never had a one night no. stand. Wow. I know. That is amazing. No wonder I'm a Democrat and you're a Republican. <laughs> but um, that, I never. Did so, you, you? But you never online dated. I did. I met my husband on Match.com. <laughs> but so I'm I just made saying. him wait 30 dates. He actually made a comment about how that was shitty the other day. He was like, yeah, but you made me wait 30 dates. <laughs> Like, fuck you. You liked it. We're married. It's good. Shut up. You're like a Southern girl. I'm not. And I'm not like like a prude. Literally, you're a Southern girl. It's not. I'm not a prude. And I'm totally. Listen, if you want to fuck on a first date, good for you. If you're confident and you're comfortable and you're ready to go, then go. But I think I'm going to say 80% 80 of the time. Fucking on a first date is awkward for everybody. And that. So this. But nothing about this account made it seem awkward for unsees. I'm sorry. It was only one-sided awkward. And he's a comedian. He does he does um He does terrible improv. jokes. He does some pretty no, terrible jokes. No, you have jokes. to imagine like to get to where he is in the com- in the comic world that he's spent time in improv, he reads emotions, he reads crowds. I mean like now oh. I'm reading into the the, the humanity of Unseason Sorry. But you but, can't you can't you cannot combine you cannot say But I just the same I am I'm trying to I'm trying to navigate this story as a freestanding example. And I think that I can fault him in a lot of ways. And my fault on her is that I wish that in her life she would have been surrounded by people that would have given her confidence and not crying in the cab ride home. I mean, I have cried a lot after dates. Either he either he wasn't that into me or after a sexual encounter I knew that there was never going to be a next step. You know, you leave and you feel a little like one and done. You feel a little like that happened for him and that's probably going to be it for him. And then you spend two weeks pining, wishing he would call and he doesn't, but I don't have the confidence to call him. And all all that shit that comes with the way. But that's just basic culture. rejection. And rejection sucks. Right. So I just wish that's that. That's why you don't fuck people on a first date. Well, you know what? There are also hormones involved. I mean, there's also like. There's also just so then human if there desire were hormones involved. involved. Then you just wanted to fuck him. Then you should have gotten what. Yeah, but girls can't. Girls can't separate that. Or, oh. And maybe I'm maybe I'm selling a short. But I and I shouldn't say girls. Why not? I should say, I should say I'm going to go back to I CEOs. Just say, I'm going to say I was president. Not able to I can be president, that. but I can't separate my fucking vagina from like a dude that's being a douche. I you're you're conflating life phases. I just like I little don't. people are little and grown up people are different. But I do. You know I. 
I, I do want to say that to me, this feels like a very necessary next step to to Me Too and, and you know, Time's Up and she and all that stuff, because it's the next layer. It's the onion. It's the next layer in the onion uh, talking about why, why did it, why was it all able to happen? And it's because women have never been given a sexual voice. Well, women have to. And again, I'm going to go back to my personal life versus my business life. We have, we most certainly have to make better choices. We have to empower and we have to make better choices. And we have to make women know that it's okay to just say, listen, that is not working for me. Can you do X? And Sure. Which would, like, I don't, like that, I think that will be what I hope for the next generation, which is like, I hope there'll be lots of female everything, presidents and ambassadors and astronauts and CEOs and all that sort of stuff. But I hope that women and girls, I hope girls I hope 15, 16, 17, 18-year-old girls will know the power of their sexuality, know vocabulary around how to deal with their sexuality, and will be able to make confident decisions regarding their sexuality. So you don't think Tinder is changing the nature of sexuality? I don't know. I don't know know either because I'm... I think we have a generation gap. I mean, I I think we hope that this podcast will eventually bring some more guests and more conversations to this. And I think we should have a 20-something woman come on and talk about that. I know when that was my life, I didn't have the right. strength of voice. And I, I was Grace. I was Grace 10 times over. I, so I mean, I, I never wrote an article about it and called out a celebrity, but I was Grace 10 times over. So I, I wasn't only because I made very specific choices that didn't go back to an apartments dude on a first date I never went back to an apartments, dude. A dude's apartment. You just swapped those words. I never went back to a dude's apartment. Yeah. On a first date. Like, you just, there were very specific rules in which you just didn't do things. So I hope girls get raised with less rules and more confidence. So so I don't think rules are a bad thing. But boys don't have them. Boys don't have them. But here's the thing. Like, why is it bad for women to say, like, listen... I'm not going to go – I'm not going to kiss on a first date. I'm not going to do this on a first – like, why well, is that better? Why let's meet at the restaurant? Don't come here first. I got Why rules. didn't she just say, I'm, let's just meet at Why is it always the girl's responsibility to be the responsible one? Why does it matter? Why because, does it matter whose responsibility because is? Because equality means responsibility is Men shared. will fuck a hole in the wall. See, that's what I'm saying. You're like, just proving my point. I, I am it's saying, maddening. It, that's fine. Men are always going to try to fuck you. I've had men try to fuck me since I was 13. Right. We have to have rules. Which is why you set boundaries. Yes. But the men that have been, well, I think they were old ones that wanted to fuck you when you were 13. But they were. I think that there are rule that sexual conversations should be equal in terms of responsibility and not gender weighted. Right. So Grace should have had the confidence to say, P.S. This whole like sticking your fingers in my mouth and like all that shit is not working for me. And Ansi Sansari should have said, this feels a little weird. Like you're being a little like not into this. I mean, are you into this? Like this is not just on Grace. So, but it's not. So let's I, just, I also want to so say let's this just be is clear. not sexual assault. So let's just be clear that Grace told the story from her perspective. Yeah, he, he had a statement. Yeah, but his statement wasn't like word for word of everything that happened. His statement so. was, as far as I could tell. It was she was into it. It was into it. Yeah. So maybe so. So what if she was kind of faking? Like I, that's neither here nor there. And I, and I don't. I don't actually care. The fact that she never said, "I don't want to do this. Please stop doing this." 
no is a prop. Like the nonverbal. So we have she been. She said it one time. We have been making. She right. said this is not. Right. This is fucking at which weird. Po- at which point they put all their clothes back on and went to the couch. And then he wanted her to blow her. Blow and, but him. then she fucking her. did. Because she did not no. feel like she had an easy out. He did never gave. She could have fucking left. He yes. never. She no. could have ended the whole thing no. in an awkward she thing. She still wanted something. Stormed out. She still wanted something from him. She wanted. Again, I'm going to go Women back to. Women always want something. Women want love. They right. want affection. Still, they right. want incorporation. I'm sorry. <laughs> they want, they want, they the want business. Whatever. Here's the thing. And this is where I have changed from the first podcast that we had where you were like, hashtag fuck you always. I will no longer at any point let a man make me feel uncomfortable because I think that there is an opportunity to do business. I'm fucking done. I won't, I won't do it anymore. So thank you, Kelly. You're welcome, Tracy And Deeds. thank you to our producer <laughs> for this podcast because I'm fucking done. Like, I just won't tolerate that. There is not enough money to make up for feeling like that. Yeah. We're all allowed to have retrospective judgment. We all do. In our lives. We judge every situation. Should she have judged it in the public space? Should she have potentially sort of authored or, or, you know, contributed to a story that could bring him down? No, that's bullshit. Yeah. She, she destroyed have, a yes. man's career. She, well, and, I'm not and sure it's destroyed. Is, and is out, possibly, yeah. like, trying to shut down a movement of women that actually have been harassed and sexually assaulted. And, and that's where, because she, for lack of a better word was fucking stupid. Oh god, you're so brutal. <laughs> like I so so it, it she made some really terrible freaking choices. And 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 the, the, that's about it. So like so the whole like oh you're victim shaming. No, I'm stupid shaming. Don't fucking be stupid. See, I don't think she's going to bring down the movement because I think this is where the movement needed to go. Okay, so the movement's officially anti-Harvey Weinstein, anti-Conyers, anti-Franken. Anti, but this is not sexual assault. This is nothing right. other than like a so chick. We, we had that couldn't decide well, how the fuck me, she wanted to be fucked or not fucked. Hear me out. Like make a better decision. Hear me out, Tracy Deets. There was a very there's a very black and white opinion about this, but the story that got us here, the story that got women and men's and the anti equality and the shit that got us here is a is a super gray story. It's a gray story that's only going to be changed with conversations that affect the future behavior of up-and-coming men and women. Anzi Sansari should not have proceeded the way he did, and she should have had the confidence to get up and leave. But there's they no were, reason. So, she, like, everything in the media, like, would make Aziz Ansari think that it was okay to be aggressive. Right. Everything Like, has to we change. want aggressive oh, see, men. Women always talk about oh, how we don't. I don't, I don't want a fucking been. snowflake. Like, I want to date a fucking man. <laughs> like, are you fucking kidding me right that now? That is how you know that you're a goddamn Republican. In my world, nobody is saying, I only want an aggressive man. We you want... You don't want to date a real fucking man? You want a fucking wallflower? I am I'm married. I like you're not married to a wallflower. No, he's highly extroverted, but he is a snowflake by every single data point yeah. of that definition. Don't want to Stays snowflake. at home as a kid. He grocery shops. He makes dinner. He's sensitive. He puts oh. me first. He doesn't fight. He doesn't like, he doesn't like, you know, like. My husband does all of that. He doesn't have guns. He doesn't. You, and then he's fucking aggressive when I need him to be. Like, I just don't. There's a difference between being good in bed and being an equal partnership by gender. I mean, it is a crazy thing to say that men need to forever be aggressive. But there is I a, actually really dislike aggressive men. But there is a difference. Absolutely. There is a... Oh my God. So, 
So and what do we teach men? So what do we teach men to listen to women? Listen to women's vibes, their cues, their verbal and nonverbal. Listen, men are not intended to be the be all and the motherfucking end all. They are half of the population there. I thought that was our job. Our job was to be the be all and the end all. Right. Women are trying to be the be all and the end all just to catch the fuck up. I'm just saying that there is no right or wrong in this scenario. Grace should never have authored that article. And the fact she didn't use her real name is... See, you do totally, it or don't do you it. You kind of agree with yeah, me. Yeah, do it or don't do it. But Anzis Ansari needs to figure out how to be a better goddamn lover, a better goddamn partner, and a better goddamn dater. And just because you have a successful show does not mean I, you get to like do the shoving, the finger shoving, and the crotch shoving, and the, and the I don't counter disagree. shoving, and all the shoving. But I think he's awkward and just doesn't know. Yeah, like I don't, so, I don't think he was trying to be awful. I don't think he was actually trying up. to be a douche. Learn he was the just, fuck up. You're a grown up. Learn about being a decent fucking human. Then every woman that has sex with him in the future needs to fucking stand up. Every and? woman that ever has sex ever again needs to freaking stand up and say, no, this is how. Sure. No Let's, more faking orgasms ever. No. No more faking orgasms. No more saying this works. No more that. We have to fucking stop it. We need to straight meat in the middle. Yes. Well, Fuck straight it. meat in the middle. No, All right. I, we got to wrap this, this up. You, we got to wrap it up. This is what I want, and this is how I want it, and this is how you're going to fucking do it. And you All have two little girls, and I hope starting as soon as My they're— My husband is not committed to be okay when I as say— As soon as they're is, interested in sex, you better start giving them confidence. And I got boys, and as soon as they're interested in sex, I start teaching them respect. It's it is we are in charge of the future of humanity. You it's and me, awesome. Tracy Deeds. All right. Yes. We have to wrap over. this up. It's been an emotional one. We appreciate Ooh. all you that stuck with us through the end. And I feel like a lot of you are gonna have opinions about this again because it's so gray. Please send them to us on Facebook. We want to engage with y'all. Just like give it to us. Pass the podcast. Yell around. at both of us. This is a really important thing to talk about. So the, if Yell you like Kelly. this podcast, send it to your girlfriend. Ask if she's into it. Send it to like one of your male friends and be like, I mean, do you think you need to step up? I mean, I think that this conversation needs to expand past what we got right here. So thanks so much for joining us today. We're stoked about how that went, I think. Thanks for listening. Um, subscribe to Dame It All to Hell on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to write us a review and give us an awesome rating, please. Thanks. All right, all. Thanks so much. See you next time.